Colossians 2. For I want you to know how greatly I am struggling for you, for those in Laodicea, and for all who have not seen me in person. I want their hearts to be encouraged and joined together in love so that they may have all the riches of complete understanding and have the knowledge of God's mystery, Christ. In Him are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I'm saying this so that no one will deceive you with arguments that sound reasonable. For I may be absent in body, but I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see how well-ordered you are and the strength of your faith in Christ. So then, just as you have received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to walk in Him, being rooted and built up in Him and established in the faith just as you were taught, and overflowing with gratitude. Be careful that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deceit based on human tradition, based on the elements of the world rather than Christ. For the entire fullness of God's nature dwells bodily in Christ, and you have been filled by Him who is the head over every ruler and authority. You are also circumcised in Him with a circumcision not done by hands, by putting off the body of flesh in the circumcision of Christ when you were buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the working of God, who raised him from the dead. And when you were dead in trespasses and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, he made you alive with him and forgave us all our trespasses. He erased the certificate of debt with its obligations that was against us and opposed to us and has taken it away by nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and disgraced them publicly. He triumphed over them in him. Therefore, don't let anyone judge you in regard to food and drink or in the matter of a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath day. These are a shadow of what was to come. The substance is Christ. Let no one condemn you by delighting in ascetic practices and the worship of angels, claiming access to a visionary realm. Such people are inflated by empty notions of their unspiritual mind. He doesn't hold on to the head, from whom the whole body, nourished and held together by its ligaments and tendons, grows with growth from God. If you died with Christ to the elements of this world, why do you live as if you still belonged to the world? Why do you submit to regulations, don't handle, don't taste, don't touch? All these regulations refer to what is destined to perish by being used up. They are human commands and doctrines. Although these have a reputation for wisdom by promoting self-made religion, false humility, and severe treatment of the body, they are not of any value in curbing self-indulgence. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Just like the letter to the Philippians, Paul wrote today's letter while in prison, though we're not sure which prison may be Rome. As we talked about in an earlier reading, this letter is to the church at Colossae in modern Turkey. Paul didn't plant this church and he hadn't met them, but he was friends with one of their church leaders who had filled him in on some problems they were having. And while their problems may not entirely be relatable to us, the solutions Paul set out for them are. In verse 2, Paul said something that should be an encouragement to us all. He said he wanted them to reach complete understanding and have the knowledge of God's mystery, Christ. In other words, he wanted them to know that they know Christ. He went on to say that all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are hidden in Christ. Wow! The more we dig into knowing Christ, the less we'll be led astray by deception. For the Colossians, there were two primary ways they were prone to deception. One was by the local philosophies and idol worship, 
and the other was by the Jewish laws and traditions, which didn't apply to them, because this congregation was made up primarily of Gentiles or non-Jews. They were contending with a common lie in the early church, that they had to convert to Judaism before they could convert to Christianity. Paul fought against this idea repeatedly. He basically said, Look, you don't need to be circumcised like the Jewish law commands. Your hearts were circumcised in Christ. You were dead, and God came to you and made you alive and forgave your sins. That's all the evidence you need. He warned them against participating in spiritual and religious practices that weren't connected to Jesus. There's a lot of language in this section where Paul seemed to indicate a demonic connection, like when he said Jesus disarmed the rulers and authorities. It's possible he was talking about rulers and authorities in the spiritual realm. And when he talked about the elemental spirits of the world, that's likely a reference to the demonic realm. He said they've died to all that, so they should separate from it entirely. Not only are those things evil, but they had no power to help them anyway. Our help and freedom is found in what Paul mentioned back in verse 2. The complete understanding and knowledge of God's mystery. Christ. He's where the joy is. I'm Tara Lee Cobble, and you're listening to the He's Where the Joy Is podcast presented by LifeWave. LifeWave. 